Hello and welcome back to episode 61 of The Path Podcast. I am Jason. I'm Derek. And we are so glad that you have decided to join us on The Path today. Um, we've taken a few weeks off, um, but we're back and um, we're going to look today um, at the first half of the book of Jude, which is where we're at in our letters series. Um, Jude's a very, very interesting book, in my opinion, um, or a very interesting letter, in my opinion. Uh, and then Derek's also going to, we're, we're just going to kind of wrap up this whole missions um, month idea. I know that we're several weeks behind, but um, we're going to wrap all that idea up and, and maybe Derek, you can give us a little update of what happened on your mission trip uh, mm-hmm. that, you, that um, our, a group went on from our church. Um, but let's begin, Derek, by um, let, let's just sort of talk about Jude for a second and what's sort of a handle to hold on to as we think about the first half of the book of Jude. Yeah, so um, Jude, like you said, is interesting. Mm-hmm. It's really not like any other writing of, of canon, you yeah. know, scripture. Um, so, um, it, it starts, number one, Jude is an interesting character himself. He's one of the half-brothers of Jesus, possibly the youngest he's listed last mm-hmm. in uh, all the gospel accounts uh, as Judah, usually. Um, and, and so, in those gospel accounts, Matthew 13, John 7... Um, a passage in Mark as well, we see Jesus' brothers not believing him, but we also see them mocking him even mm-hmm. in John 7, you know, kind of like, hey, you know, and um, kind of, you know, kind of mocking his stance yeah. and how he's he's living his life. Yeah. And Whatever, Jesus, you're so yeah, weird. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, like any younger brother would, <laughs> absolutely, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and you know we kind of talked about can you imagine you know being being the youngest of Jesus's brothers and, yeah. <laughs> or any of Jesus's brothers you know, you know but some and we don't see this but something switched in Jude's life right mm-hmm. um, we see him in the gospel accounts unbelieving mm-hmm. with the rest of his brothers <clears throat> but something happened something amazing happened. And that's how Jude begins, you know, and it could be very easy. It sounds like a lot of the greetings, right? Sure. It's like Paul's greetings. But once you realize who Jude is, then the words Jude, a servant of Jesus Christ and a brother of James. Mm -hmm. Like my brother James, he's the guy over the Jerusalem church, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And you think he'd put that plug in of, and hey, you know what? The Messiah is my half-brother, you know? (laughs) Yeah. He doesn't. Yeah. And, so, and, he, and he really begins his first four verses with this idea of, of who Jesus really is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jesus was, was fully human, fully God at the same time, and you know, born of a virgin, and so that's why he's the half-brother of Jude. Yeah. But Jesus died, rose again, mm-hmm. and ascended into heaven. Yeah. Uh, leaving his Holy Spirit on our lives to to direct us and guide us, and Jude received that gift of salvation and the gift mm. of the Spirit on his life. Yeah, and he treasured it. He treasured it. Yeah, uh, I think you know, like many of us, when we recognize where we were before Jesus came into our hearts and lives, then we then we realize, I mean, I don't, I, I should treasure this. Mm. This is a gift. Um. You know, not coming to like, well, I deserve this, you know, but realizing I mocked this guy. Right. I could be, you know, on my way to hell right now. You know, like this, you know, 
destined for destruction just like anyone else. But the Lord rescued me. Mm -hmm. Jesus became more to me than a brother. He came to, became Savior and Lord to me. Yeah. And, he, and he's, he's clarifying that because of the particular problem that this particular church that he's writing, this group of Christians that Judah's writing to, are dealing with they're dealing with a group of Christians that kind of, or a group of so-called Christians that had crept in yeah. and started teaching false doctrine, started teaching you know how you could pursue sensuality, sexuality, and whatever you want to, opposed to God's design and how right. God wanted things to be, uh, and then to follow their allegiance and leave Jesus, leave our, our allegiance to Jesus, and and Judah he says, hey, I was going to write to you about our common salvation, but I've got to write to this to you about this. I want you to see who I was before Christ, who I became because of Christ, mm -hmm. and how I treasure him as master and Lord. That's what he says. Yeah. Is that this group of people had turned the grace of our God into sensuality and denying Jesus Christ, our only master and Lord, in verse mm -hmm. four. Yeah. And so you see that idea that, you know, Jude treasured who Jesus was. Right. And he was trying to convince this group of Christians, don't let that don't let these people take that away from you. Mm -hmm. Don't let these people come in and creep in and try to steal that from you. Um, Jesus is everything that we need. You know, it's yeah. this beautiful thing that he holds up Jesus and says, "Look at how glorious and wonderful he is." And and you you are being tricked into leaving him for some, uh, you know, a counterfeit. Ca well, yeah, but yeah. cheap, cheap counterfeit. Right. And, um, you know, it's like, um, you know, going into some like jewelry store hmm. and somebody's trying to sell you a CZ, a cubic zirconia yeah. for the same price as a diamond. As a diamond. It's right. like, what? Oh, that's an alternative, man. And yeah, you can get those and they sparkle and they, you know, mm -hmm. but it's not a diamond. Yeah. Give me the real stuff, you know? And so that that's the thing, the thing Jude is doing. He's holding up and he's saying, look. You're you're going for a cheap alternative. Yeah. When you have before you your master and lord, your savior, mm -hmm. your, your you know, Jesus. Uh this person we should be treasuring. Yeah. And so it challenges us, I think, you know, 2000 years later. What you know how important is Jesus to us? Mm -hmm. Is is it you know, is Jesus just some something, someone that we ascribe to because we know it gets us benefits, yeah. but yet live our lives more uh, in allegiance, uh, is the word we use, but more enamored right. by cheaper things? And that's a question we need to ask ourselves daily, you know? Mm -hmm. What am I treasuring the most here, you know? Yeah. What's the most important to me um, today uh, and in my life is it this secondary unnecessary uh, sometimes even downright uh, grotesque thing that I've elevated to some level yeah. of lordship in my life I've, I've given my allegiance to it or am I saying no that's cheap that's waste, wasteful it's trash yeah and here's Jesus and I treasure him I honor him I glorify him I I live my life for him, and I'm not going to be led astray. I'm going to, and, and, and Jude says, contend for that, right? Mm -hmm. and it, it, the, the word literally means to struggle. So I kind of have this picture of like 
part of part of understanding the lordship of Jesus in our life is not like we made one deci- one time decision. Yeah. So, well, Jesus is my Lord now too. He's my Savior and my Lord. No, yeah. it's it's this wrestling, this yeah. struggling, Daily. to say no, I'm holding on to Jesus as hard as I can. Yeah. Because I know this world's trying to tear me apart from it, tear me away from it. Right. And so this idea of understanding Jesus is our Lord is so important so mm-hmm. huge that Jude was like listen you guys are being led astray you got to focus on this yeah and then he goes on the rest of the rest of the half of the chapter and then we'll see kind of the conclusion of what we should do yeah. you know uh next week but um that is something that um that Jude is saying you you have to to wrestle and then he goes to talk about all these other examples from some from scripture and some mm-hmm. from uh intertestamental uh books yeah uh, uh that were written and says basically this is not the first time this kind of thing has happened yeah here's six examples mm-hmm. and the people in those stories were leading people away and if you look at those stories every single one led to destruction yeah and so he's reminding these people like the path they're trying to take you down might seem good right now, but ultimately it ends. And he he mentions the judgment yeah. to come for the ungodly. Right. It ultimately leads to destruction, and so we have to be careful that you know it. Uh, I think oftentimes we we kind of hold up these, um, you know, these fake, you know, fabricated mm-hmm. yeah. gems, if you will. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like the the plastic ring out of the, the yeah. <laughs> 25 cent machine, you know, yeah. versus, you know, uh, the real deal. Yeah. Yeah. You know, all the, the four C's, right. Mm-hmm. The carrot color, <laughs> clarity mm-hmm. and uh, cut. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So uh, of, of a diamond and, yeah. and, and we say, you know, what, what have we held up and said, Hey, this, this is pretty good. I want to follow this. I want right. to give my allegiance to this. I want to, you know, and be enamored by this, but we must understand eventually that leads to destruction. Yeah. Christ, Jesus, treasuring him leads to eternal joy. Yeah. You know? And mm-hmm. so, um, I mean, any thoughts that you had or? <laughs> yeah. I, I, um, I love the fact that, that Jude or that the Holy Spirit led Jude to write a letter that automatically situ- situates itself in the realm of scripture and what I mean by that is that he, if you if you read through the whole Bible over and over and over and over and over and over again, the the message of the Bible is hold up the Lord. Mm-hmm. Hold, the the Lord is the ultimate thing. Um, and and so I, I appreciate that Jude comes back to that again. He's like, hey, just a reminder, Jesus is Lord. Um, and in case you think that he's not, look at how it ended up for people who did not honor the Lord. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think that um, that's important for us because I think that we could we could look around us and look just throughout look throughout the 20th century where people you know un, under the guise in the name of Jesus have done things that were incredibly ungodly mm-hmm. and it ended in destruction for yeah. them. Yeah. I mean it you know take take it out of the the biblical context and just into our modern history context and you see that it's still true. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's still true that if we don't hold up the Lord, if we lead astray, if we accept the counterfeit, it still leads to destruction. Mm-hmm. Um, and so 
for all of the, you know, we don't have time to dig into the inter- interesting or quote unquote interesting aspects of the book of Jude where he, um, you know, refers to some extra biblical writings. Um, the, the point is still the same and it's the point of the entire Bible. Jesus is Lord. Yeah. And that is what you have to contend with as a human being is, mm-hmm. am I going to accept that or am I going to find something else to replace that? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, like you had made the point yesterday that um, that we can't stray away from the teaching of Scripture, that we can't, um, that judgment awaits for the ungodly was, was your last point. And, and that's all true. And the, the teaching of Scripture over and over again is that Jesus is Lord. Yeah. And, and I think that for us, that... If you have any history in church, you hear Jesus is Lord and say, well, yeah, duh, I know that. Mm-hmm. But do we show that with the way that we live? Mm-hmm. Do we show that we really believe Jesus is Lord with the way that we um, spend our time, with the way that we act around others, with the things that we choose to do? And mm-hmm. um, and I think that that's, that's a real question that we need to ask ourselves daily. Yeah. Like you said, not, it's not just a, oh, no, I made that decision years ago. It's, well... That's great that you made a decision years ago, but are you still living out that decision today? Mm-hmm. Um, because if not, then we have accepted this counterfeit, or we've strayed away from the teaching of Scripture. And um, and I think it's important for us to. One of the things that I have been really impressed that's really been impressed on me through this study, uh, looking at these letters, is that is that it is a constant daily battle, and that's something I knew. But it's, I think it's something that we need to be reminded of, that you do have to work out your faith. Mm-hmm. It's, not, it's not a passive thing that we are followers of Christ. It is an active thing where every day we're waking up and we are making the decision, God, today I'm going to live for you. I need your help to do that. I can't mm-hmm. do that on my own, but I'm going to live for you, Lord. And, and, um, and I think that that's something that maybe falls by the wayside sometimes just because we get busy or we find other things more important yeah. um, but but it's it is a daily thing that we have to choose to live for the Lord well and and then kind of the whole I totally agree and then the kind of the whole point of of the letters we have said is that it's important for us to do that daily but yeah. then it's important for us to also be intentional daily yeah to give it to somebody else absolutely. as well absolutely and so it's this it's this daily journey it's this daily walk it's it's Psalm one. Yeah. How happy is the one who does not walk in the advice of the wicked or stand in the pathway with sinners or sit in the company of mockers? How happy is the one who doesn't hold up the counterfeit as yeah. something they um in are enamored with right. and, and and have their allegiance to. Yeah. Instead, his delight is in the law the Lord's instruction, and he meditates on it day, day and, and night. night. Yeah. Day and night. He's like a tree beside flowing streams. He bears its fruit in its season, whose leaf does not wither. Whatever he does prospers. Yeah. The wicked are not like this. Instead, they are like chaff. that The wind blows away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand up in the judgment, nor stand nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked leads to ruin. Yeah. And so it's that same exact thing. It's that will you follow this <clears throat> counterfeit and that leads leads us astray right. and leads us away to destruction, yeah. or will we follow the Lord mm-hmm. and that leads to what is a how happy is the one. Mm-hmm. How happy it leads to, it leads to joy, yeah. to eternal joy. Right. 
Yeah, yeah, that's, mm. a, that's a great point, and I'm, 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 I'm so thankful that we're getting to see that. And um, while on the surface you could look at it and say, "Man, this 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 series has been really repetitive," and it's mm-hmm. like, "Well, yeah, but we have to be reminded every day," and and it's <clears throat> it's one of those things that it doesn't happen by accident. Mm-hmm. We have to be active and intentional in living out our faith each and every day. Well, and I, and I talking about repetitive, I, I struggled. Yesterday, a couple times, not to mention the previous series of mm. Judges. Yeah, you know, yeah. and it, because it's like, don't you see? This is why Judges happened because mm-hmm. people kept holding up a counterfeit, the Canaanite right. way of doing things, instead of holding up God's way of doing things. Yeah. and so it's it's an and and then I've I've struggled not to mention the series after that, which is mm. you know the good life and the yeah. worlds, and then ours, you know, and it's <laughs> right. like, but. Scripture is repetitive because we need to hear it again right. and again and again yeah. and again. And we need reminded. to be reminded, yeah. And it's the, the narrative of Scripture is that Jesus is greater than yeah. all these things. Jesus is worth it. Yeah. Jesus is enough. You know, we don't need mm-hmm. these other things to be led astray by them. We yeah. need Jesus. And and that's all we need. Absolutely. To follow him and to, to live our lives and find our fill in him our completedness you know yeah no uh, doubt yeah and that that you, you are right that he is he is worthy of our entire life and um and at the same time he is worthy of us and we should be excited about sharing him yeah. with others and that was the focus of the whole month of october for us here on the mm-hmm. podcast was missions month and and just church-wide it was this emphasis on missions and um, you got an opportunity to go with a group uh, to Stearns, Kentucky, to do some work uh, and to, to minister to some people and share Jesus with some people. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you would give us maybe the the two minute Cliff Notes version of of what you guys experienced up there in Kentucky. Yeah, what I love about <clears throat> Missions Month is that my hope is that we won't just relegate it to two months out of the year. Sure, but that it would be a stepping off point for us to jump into. I love that Missions Months preceded an actual mission trip. Yeah. And um, so we went to um, the area of Stearns, Kentucky, Whitley City, Kentucky, Oneida, Tennessee. We mm-hmm. stayed uh, uh, actually at a an association building. It's a converted school mm-hmm. with bunks. And, yeah. you know, very comfortable, uh, only to cost $8 a night, which was nice. Yeah, that's super cheap. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so... But we so it, but it get it, it felt like a mission trip also mm-hmm. you know uh, that way and so we we did that we um, several of us went to uh, a construction site where we were working on some tiny homes that they are constructing a tiny home village that will uh, house people who are um, rehabilitating out of various difficulties and trials yeah. where the gospel will be presented to them and and uh, really a really cool opportunity uh, and future opportunities we hope to take a team next year uh, to possibly even build a full uh, tiny home ourselves yeah. and so that was cool and then uh, a number of our team went to a local uh, ministry called the Lord's Cafe it's a part of the church we partnered with, Crossroads Community Baptist Church, mm-hmm. there in Stearns. And um, the Lord's Cafe is a Monday through Thursday cafeteria that costs $2 to eat. And so they feed uh, a lot of hungry folks mm-hmm. that don't have the means to go um, get 
uh, other food, and they share the gospel with them while they're there, pray for them uh, at their tables, and uh, it it was a really cool opportunity. And then our final day, we packed boxes and gave them to people who needed food. Yeah. They came up, and we also prayed for them. I got to do that. So uh, I did the construction site and then got to do that th- that day, which mm-hmm. I enjoy. I love getting to know people that way and talking to them and, and praying for their, their needs and presenting Jesus to them. You know, yeah. we, we, you know, do you know, do you know Jesus? You know, would you like to know? And, and so <clears throat> just a cool opportunity our team is fired up. Marilyn Fulmer is excited, yeah. uh, as others are as well. And so we hope that will that excitement will spread and that we will be a mission church, a mission-sending church, mm-hmm. not just the Stearns, but uh, we're working on some partnerships. I'm hoping to go in March uh, to Argentina mm-hmm. to develop a partnership there uh, that Georgia Baptists are working on. And so... Um, I, you know, I'm super excited about that. It, it was it's slow rolling that out. I think it's a sure. brand new thing, and so it it takes some time to for people to get used to it. But I think in the long run, you, you, we're seeing seeds being planted for yeah. a bountiful harvest. I hope you know, mm-hmm. and so uh, I'm excited about that. Yeah, um, and and future Stearns trips, uh, future trips, uh, other places as well. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's really cool that um, hopefully, you know, through that, our our missions emphasis month that we had in October, hopefully you learned about some opportunities that you were unaware of. And um, the thing that the thing that hopefully has been driven home to you and hopefully that you see is that it's not. An, it, you don't have an option of choosing to be on mission or not as a follower of Christ. We were commissioned mm-hmm. by, to go out and share the gospel. And that can be done in a myriad of different ways. Mm-hmm. Yes, you may be called to go for a week to Argentina, or you could be called to come and serve here right in our town, just a really hard stone's throw away from where we're sitting right now to come and serve at the care mission. And um, there's an opportunity for everyone to be involved in mission work. And uh, we want to make sure that you know, as your pastors, that we strongly encourage you to get involved in mission Mm -hmm. work, whether that's here, whether that's across the country, whether that's around the world, you are called as a follower of Christ to be a part of mission work. And that happens through meeting physical needs, Mm -hmm. you know, feeding people that happens through providing um, a place to stay that happens most importantly through sharing the gospel Mm -hmm. Um, and that is not an optional thing we were commanded to do that by our Lord and if Jesus is Lord if we believe that Mm -hmm. if we hold up his um, his lordship as the most important thing then we have no excuse (laughs) yeah we have no excuse that we should want we should want to absolutely we should want if destruction awaits those who follow Mm -hmm. the, the counterfeit then we should want to go to them and re- help rescue them out of that. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. What What more loving thing could we do than to share hope and no life more with people? Thing, yeah. yeah, exactly right. Well, thank you so much for joining us this week. Um, if you have any questions or thoughts, uh, we would love to hear them. We'd love to interact with you. You can email us at the path at lafayettefirst.life, or you can comment right on this YouTube video, and we would love uh, to interact with you that way. It would really help if you would share the podcast. You can do that on Facebook, on Apple, on Spotify, on Google, in YouTube. However you want to share it, we would love for you to share it so that more people could uh, learn about the podcast. Um, But until next time, I am Jason. I'm Derek. And we hope that you will join us as we continue down the path.